The train whistle shrieked across the deepening twilight, a lancing yellow beam beneath a thick column of agitated smoke washed over the exhausted prisoners strewn about the platform, heralding the arrival of the transport. The emaciated prisoners rose slowly as though jerked by invisible strings. Another blast from the whistle urged them upright, but they did not hurry. Their work had long since become routine. Forming strict ranks of three, they stood disinterested and downcast. Only the animal gleam of hunger in their eyes betrayed any emotion. The thundering locomotive loomed out of the black autumn night. Hissing and spitting like an enormous snake, it slowed, trailing its long body behind. Its single bright orb threw light on the armed SS men on either side of the track and turned the skeletal faces of the staring prisoners ghostly pale. Staff cars rolled up to disgorge SS officers, who took up vantage points above their men and the prisoners. Silver eagles clutching swastikas gleamed and winked from their caps as they looked down on the scene about to unfold. At the arrival of the officers, the prisoners shrugged off their disinterest. The hiss of steam subsided only to be replaced by the new sound from the cars. Rumbling chaotic murmurs and muffled cries seeped from between the slatted walls of the cattle cars. Give me some water! Water! I need water! All along the sixty cars of the train the litany roared. Desperate faces pressed themselves between the slats, gulped air, then vanished and were replaced by others. The cars creaked and swayed with the shifting of the teeming invisible mass they contained. Barked orders. The SS men leapt to the doors. The shouts aroused the people in the cars, and the volume of their pleas grew. The men drew the bolts which cracked like rifle shots. Men, women, and children were packed a hundred and fifty to a car. When the doors rumbled open, the dead poured out like water from a pitcher. They toppled into the pools of sickly yellow haze cast by the light poles overhead. Everyone, get out! Bring your hand baggage with you! Leave heavy baggage inside! Men jumped down, then turned with hands outstretched for the women, children, and the elderly. The light baggage followed. Men to the left! Women to the right! shouted a dozen SS non-coms who had come forward. With no trace of emotion in their voices and with an air of calm efficiency, they moved amongst the filthy, hungry arrivals, asking, How old? Healthy? The prisoners marched forward. Their striped garb and hairless knobby heads gave them an eerie similarity. In rows of threes, they moved towards the train with an odd, embarrassed step with arms rigid at their sides, heads dangling in front. In minutes the cars were empty. Individual clouds of breath rose above the crowd, turning to a pinkish color as they rose to mingle with the smoke from the crematorium. The sickly sweet smell of burning flesh descended on the new arrivals, winding its way through the fetid odor from the cars and their contents. A third of the way down the length of the train, a young man leapt gracefully down from a boxcar. He moved easily through the crowd. No wife clung to his threadbare torn coat. No children hid themselves behind his soiled black trousers. He carried no backpack, no luggage of any kind.
He was tall, slim, well-proportioned, with an athletic build barely concealed by his loose work shirt and tattered trousers. The cold October wind ran through his short brown hair, but did not furrow his high forehead. It did not pinch his long, thin nose or raise a blush on his high cheeks. The stench of human waste, in the car, on his clothes, all around him, sent no waves of nausea through him. He stood passive amidst the crowd, his dark eyes set wide apart, gazed in the direction of distant thunder promising rain. An SS man quickly made his way toward the young man. In his wake, columns of men and women formed. At the same time, a flushed, handsome peasant woman was struggling with an SS noncom behind the young man. The scuffle sent her thin, bony husband crashing into him. He turned.